You're listening to She Said What with your host, Alyssa Harper. Hello, sexy people. Welcome back to She Said What. If you have not been here before, then I just want to welcome you and let you know that this is a space for you to grow, to become the best version of yourself, whether we are talking about self-growth, relationships, sex and sexuality, or whatever we are talking about, you're leaving this space feeling like you have a place to go and you've received some really genuine, real, helpful advice on the things that we are talking about. Today, we're going to be talking about dealing with toxic people. This is also just like dealing with difficult people in your life when, you know, there's someone in your workplace that kind of sucks, that kind of brings the mood down. Maybe you see them on the schedule and you're like, I have to work with them. Or you're sitting there before bed at night thinking, "Ugh, I have to go deal with that person that I sit across from at my desk, you know, or maybe there's somebody in your family that you can't cut out, um, but you need to set some boundaries with them and you need to learn to deal with the way that they are disrespecting you. Or maybe it's somebody in your friend group where you don't want to leave the friend group. And that person's probably not going to leave the friend group, but you want to avoid them at all costs. Today, we're going to be talking about those types of people and how to either either build a better relationship with that person, build some boundaries so you have some separation from that person or completely cut that person out of your life. We're also going to be talking about why people are this way, um, why people are hateful and why you don't need to let it affect you. So let's get right into it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Quick update on my week as per usual. This past week, I went to a Instagram event, meta event, technically. Um, and that was really cool. Just met a bunch of people and just like learned a lot about why Instagram does things the way they do it. And it was just really cool to see some of the behind the scenes things that actually goes on at Instagram. So that was a fun little event that I went to this past week. Um, spent a lot of time with friends over the past week as well. Just like, again, I feel like it's so weird because I go through seasons where it's like, I feel like I almost have no friends and I'm not doing anything. And then suddenly it's like, like I'm meeting all these new people and I'm doing all this shit and then it'll slow down again. It's just been a really busy kind of like few weeks. Um, And I was also sick towards the back end of this past few days. Like the fact that I'm wearing makeup right now, shocking, because it's probably been like four days since I've worn makeup at all. And I've just been like rolling around my house, like coughing, taking cough syrup, putting um, cedar wood oil on my chest to stop me from coughing. So cursed. I kind of thought maybe I had COVID, but I wasn't leaving the house anyways because I was feeling so shit. So I was like, whatever, it's fine. I won't bother testing and whatever, but just been feeling a bit off. Um, But today I'm actually feeling a lot better. This is the first day that I let myself like fully just like sleep in. I think I slept till like 11, um, which is just so funny for me because I used to get up at like 5 a.m. all the time. Um, But it's nice. It's nice sometimes when you're sick to just like sleep is like the number one thing for me that gets me through it. Um, And so I'm feeling a bit better today. But if I sound a bit raspy or 
if you notice any cuts, I'm probably stopping to cough. Um, but yeah, that's that's me right now. I'm feeling a lot better. And I'm happy to be doing today's episode because I've been wanting to do this for a while. Um, I have had this issue come up multiple times, obviously, in my life, as everyone does. And I couldn't stop thinking about this one example of this manager that I used to work with when I worked in a restaurant. Um, and he was the worst. He was the worst. Like, I remember if I would go in and I'd see him, I'd be like, oh, like, and it's so funny because he actually stopped working there, moved to another location. And it was like six months after he moved to another location that he came back to help us out during like COVID when a bunch of us were sick and we needed extra staff. So they actually flew him back because he had to fly to Melbourne to go to the other location. He flew back to Sydney and he was there one day. I just showed up to work and he was there and I was so shook. And it's funny because me and him, like we knew we didn't like each other. And it was kind of, it got to the point where it kind of became a bit of a joke and we just like didn't entertain anything. And I'll talk about that later about how I got to that point. Cause at one point I was terrified of him. Um, but he walked in the doors and I saw his face and I was like, I looked at him and said, what the hell are you doing here? And he was like, your worst nightmare. And like made a joke of it, which is so, so funny to me to think that we were like able to joke about the fact that we just didn't like each other anyways weird um but yeah I didn't start that way at the start I was terrified of him and I just thought he was a dick and I didn't know how to handle the comments he would make like I just didn't know how to deal with a person like that and I think over time I've really learned how to manage people who just you do not mesh with who maybe are maybe like, I want to say like homophobic or sexist, or they make these comments that you're like, why the fuck would you say that? Like people that you just are, they're a bit unhinged. They're a bit toxic. I used to be very scared of people like that. Cause I'm like, I just can't understand it. Why would someone be that way? And it used to get me so worked up and I would come home um, from work or being with a friend or whatever. And I would just either to my roommate or my partner, Sam, I would literally just like be like, this person sucks. And I'd go on about it. And I would let it take up so much of my time so much of my energy and it was so draining for me and it felt like there was always someone in my life that was like this and I was constantly complaining about people who didn't have similar boundaries or ways of thinking as me and now I'm at a place where I'm like it's so easy to be just unbothered by people like that and almost have empathy for why they are the way they are and just not let it affect me and so that's what I want to share with you guys today. We're going to get right into it. So number one, you determine how other people treat you. You actually set the bar for how other people treat you. And back when I didn't believe this, um, it was such a heavy thing for me to have to deal with people who didn't respect me or people that put me down. Um, I thought that I just had to deal with them however they were. And oh, they're just fucked. You know, they're fucked. That's just how they are. They're crazy. I, I would just think these things like it was so finite and there's nothing I could do about it. But I got to a point where I realized that I actually had control in the way that I reacted to how people made comments. So for example, I'll just use the example I've been using so far with the man at my workplace. He would say things like, oh, did you get this done? Because he was one of the, my, my managers, which made it really shit. He'd be, did you get this done? Did you get this done? I'd be like, yes, I did. And he'd be like, yeah, but like, did you actually do it? Or did you just kind of like not really do it properly? You know, stuff like that. Comments where it's like, just undermining that kind of thing. And I used to be like, haha, oh my God, like, stop. I did it. Like, I would kind of laugh. I didn't know how to respond. I would giggle. I'd feel uncomfortable. And once I started responding with things like, 
I actually don't appreciate those kind of comments because you know that I've been working here for X amount of time and you know that I know how to do my job. Like I would, I got to the point where I started saying things like that and it was a shock to him. I remember the first time I ever said something back and I want to say clapped back, but it wasn't like that. It was genuine. It was like, hey, I actually don't respond to that kind of criticism or that comment to me is actually not very productive. Um, Or one of my favorite ones to do was like, this is how you make someone feel really stupid, especially if they're like a narcissist and they say a shit comment like that. If you say back to them like, oh, sorry, what was that? What did you say? It's so funny because you're so light and so like, oh, I'm sorry. Could you repeat what you just said? (laughs) And then they know that they've said something shitty. And the response is always like, oh, nothing. I was just, never mind. It's, It's fine. Just get it done. Like the way they get so uncomfortable. Tips and tricks for you, okay? That's something that you really need to be aware of is that you actually get to determine how people treat you. And it is not something that they can just do. They can just say whatever. You actually set the bar. And the more confident you get at responding to even little comments with something genuine and helpful in the conversation, the more they see your emotional maturity in the way that you're not going to allow that kind of message or conversation or um, thing being said to you, the quicker they're going to start to retract and actually be uncomfortable to make those kinds of comments. Number two, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. You're just not going to be, okay? You are amazing. You have amazing qualities. Maybe you're funny. Maybe you're smart. Maybe you're interesting. Maybe you're a really great listener. Maybe a really good friend. You have amazing qualities, but that does not mean that everybody's going to like you. And if you try to get everybody to like you, you are going to feel so exhausted at the end of every single day. And this is definitely something, especially when I was in high school, that I feel like I really struggled with. I would really like... If I was in a conversation with someone and they were saying, oh, I believe this and I think this and I think that, I would almost mirror them. I felt like I constantly mirrored people everywhere I went. I was just like, yeah, I can totally see that. That's so real. That's so true. Like I would just try my best to make sure that everyone saw me in a positive light. And for a while, it probably worked. And a lot of people did like me. And I feel like I did give off a really like easygoing vibe. You know, I was friends with everybody and you could talk to me about anything. And But I wasn't actually, at the end of the day, a good friend to people because I wouldn't call them out on things that they could probably adjust and work on. I wouldn't be honest about my beliefs, my thoughts, my values. And I wasn't being a good friend to myself because then I would be basically leaving myself and almost having this like out of body experience where I was just like separating myself from who I actually was for the sake of being liked. And at the end of the day, that is so taxing, so tiring, and you really start to lose yourself in it. It is okay if there are people that don't like you. It's perfectly fine. And it just means that the people in your life that you do get on with, you're going to get on with them so much better because they're going to feel a real connection with you, like an authentic connection with you and you're going to have real authentic conversations. People are going to leave conversations with you sometimes being like, oh, that actually really challenged me or I actually learned from that person. And there's actually so much more sustenance to you as a person when you are firm in your values and who you are and you know who you are and you're not willing to budge and change that so quickly in a conversation just to come off a certain way or to be liked. 
for me, even posting on social media, like I know full well that there are plenty of people that don't like what I do. And it's funny because I didn't really get this until I got a bit of a bigger following, like not even just a bigger following, but like if I have say a video that does really well, it's it'll go not just to the people that follow me and then people that are similar to those people it goes to like a lot of people which means that it's like a bunch of dudes and I'm telling you it's like always dudes a bunch of random dudes who are like commenting things like who asked I don't care what even is this she's so annoying my favorite thing is when people comment she's blah 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 as if it's not on my personal account like I don't understand it it is so weird it's so embarrassing I'm like how do you not know that she is me and you're commenting to me I'll literally reply and be like oh my god that's so true she's the worst no I'm just kidding I actually don't do that and that's another point later today is to not acknowledge it and not give them the time of day um but it's it's crazy what people say people are fucking stupid it shocks me the things that people will say um and it's something that I've had to realize at first it did make me feel like maybe I am annoying. Oh my God, maybe I am too much. Oh my God, why did I post this? Maybe I should delete it. And I'm like, fuck that. Because at the end, what I'm then doing in that situation is pulling myself back and I'm changing myself like I did in my real life, you know, in my like day-to-day life in high school. I'm changing myself in the moment to try to appease everybody. And then you water yourself down and then you're not talking about anything. You know, then I'm not posting about anything on social media. Then I'm like stuck and I'm not actually allowing myself to just be myself. And that's the worst thing that could happen. Number three, no one deserves space in your life. No one deserves it. You know, when you have friends that you've had for a long time and you think, oh, well, but we've been friends forever. Or, oh, but you know, there's someone in my family, oh, you know, family first, family first, you know, of course I have to listen to their advice or I have to do what they want or I have to, you know, do the degree that they want or be with the kind of friends that they want me to be around or only explore the things that they're comfortable exploring because that's how my family does things. Um, as we grow up, we have to grow out of this. And I talk about this all the time, you know, it's really important that we are only actually allowing in what we want to allow in. And we're not setting walls necessarily where we don't let anyone in, but we're setting boundaries with the people that don't allow us to express ourselves and don't allow us to explore the things that we want to explore. It's so, so easy for you to back things up with, oh, well, everybody knows, da-da-da-da-da. Or, oh, but of course I'm going to listen to them because they are my mom or they're my aunt or they know what's best because they've told me my whole life they know what's best. At this point, if you're here right now and you're listening to this and you're on a journey of like self-growth and whatnot, like you are trying to figure out what's best. You're actually becoming that leading person in your life and you're steering the wheel and you need to keep your hands firm on the wheel and don't let people reach over and spin that shit around. No way, no fucking way. You are firm, you've got that tight grip, but it's not tight as in you're squeezing, you're holding on to everything. It's still gentle, it's still confident, it's comfortable and you're a comfortable driver in your own life and that's how it should feel. I read a book actually this week and it took me four days to read, which I never read books this quick, but it was so, so, so good. Um, It's called I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. You might have heard of it. It's 
pretty popular. Um, and if you haven't, if you didn't watch iCarly when you were younger, it was Sam on iCarly. And um, she was just, it's so good. She really talks about her relationship with her mom throughout her whole life. And it's very deep. There's a lot that goes into it. She actually experienced like quite a bit of abuse with her mom. Um, but she just talks a lot about how she let her mom make so many decisions for her because she always felt like that's what she was supposed to do. And she had someone her whole life, her mom telling her, this is how you're meant to do things. And she relied on that for so long. And it wasn't until she allowed herself to start driving her own life and making her own choices that she finally felt free of this feeling of, I just have to do what's meant for me and feeling closed in, boxed in. And now she's just expressing herself and she's written this amazing book and she's done this crazy book tour and like she just seems to be doing so well and she obviously talks about it in the book as well, how it freed her of so many things, even like an eating disorder um, after getting obviously the correct help but also choosing to step into driving her own life and being that person who's in the driver's seat. It's so beautiful and so important. And I just encourage you to not believe that anyone should get to determine anything for you because maybe they raised you or they sacrificed a lot for you. At the end of the day, you still need to make those choices because it's going to take you a lot longer to get back to where you want to be if you spend so much time going far, 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 far away from that. Number four, the hate that somebody spews onto you is not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. It's always a reflection of them. The insecurities they have, the fears they have, the feelings of I'm not as good as this person or I wish I had that kind of confidence or I wish I did more with my life. It's so much easier for these kinds of toxic people to pull somebody else down to their level rather than trying to make themselves better. It's so much easier. And this can, of course, be like hate comments and stupid things like that online, but also people in your life, friends in your life, where you're in a friend group and you start to kind of level up in a way. You start to do the things that you want to do that's out of your comfort zone, takes a lot out of you already to do these things. And the people around you may be shocked or surprised or scared that you're actually surpassing them or you're moving away from them. That's scary for people. It's so much easier for them to pull you back and say, mm, let's let's live this lifestyle we've always lived, yeah? Let's, um, let's take it down. You're here. I need you down here, okay? Um, people, it's so much easier for them to not have to work on themselves and to not be inspired by you, but to drag you back. And if you sense those people, those people in your life, it's important that you don't let their small mindset stop you from opening up and doing the things that you actually want to do because, again, you look back and you regret it. You look back and you think, why the fuck did I let my situation be determined by this person's situation? You know, why did I stop myself from going and traveling because that person pulled out last minute? Why did I stop myself from going to school or doing that degree I actually wanted to do because someone told me that I wasn't ever going to get a job in it or I wasn't good enough why did I let myself do that and if you have those feelings of regret and you can think about times in your life when you did that this is where we draw the line you know this is where we choose from now on I'm not gonna let those people who surround me stop me from actually picking myself up and leaving or picking myself up and doing something different because you deserve to do what you want to do this episode is brought to you by visit Williamsburg 
In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Now, if you want to have a good relationship with this person that you probably have in your mind, or maybe multiple people that you've had in your mind this whole time here, if you want to have a good relationship with this person, and you actually want to move forward in your relationship with them in a healthy and productive way, I'm going to give you a quick little breakdown of how you can go about having this communication with them so that it can actually be productive. Number one, I want you to sit down with this person in a space where you are not going to be interrupted, a space where you can have a conversation on um, like an equal playing field, like even turf. What's the word? (laughs) Like where it's not your space and it's not their space. So for example, you're not going to go pick up this person and you're in your car um, or you're not going to go to one of your houses. You're going to go somewhere that is neutral so that you both feel like you have the space to fully be honest. You have an equal amount of space. That's really, really important. You sit down with this person. Number one, you say, I've seen this kind of behavior from you. You're not starting out attacking. You're not starting out and saying, well, you've been a shit friend or you're an asshole. You know what I mean? You're sitting down and you're starting out with, hey, I've noticed this behavior. This thing has to be factual. This has to be something that they said, maybe word for word or something that they did. You then say, it makes me feel dot, dot, dot. Instead of saying, you've made me feel like you don't give a fuck about me, right? You say, you did this, it made me feel. So that this person can't come back and say, well, no, 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 I'm not this. I didn't make you feel this. I didn't make you do that. So you can say, no, let me just explain to you. These are two separate things. This is something that you did. It's my job to determine how I feel. So this is how it made me feel. And then from there, go with a question. Maybe that question is, what did you mean by those words that you said? Or why did you do the thing that you did? Or can you explain to me if there were any other factors that went into you choosing to do the thing that you did? Actually giving them a chance to kind of like defend themselves or to give some reasoning. I think what you want to do is go in this conversation not ready to fight. Don't go, if you are in a space right now where you are ready to lay it down on them, have a second and make sure that you are calm, you're collected, and you're able to have this conversation in a way where you want it to be productive. You don't just want to say your points. You don't just want to say why you're angry. You want it to be productive, which is hard to do, but it is the only way that you're actually going to come to a conclusion on this. Because if you do what I'm saying and you say, I saw this behavior, it made me feel this way, is there something going on? Or why did you do that thing? And they say, well, I did this thing because blah, 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 blah. And you go, well, that's not a fucking excuse. Then that's not going to go over very well. You know, you want to be in a place where you're ready to have a productive conversation. From there, maybe they'll break down and say, I've been going through this, 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 this. And you can actually have a conversation about it. Maybe from there, they'll say, well, because I said that because that's what I believe. That's what I think. And then maybe common collectively, you can say, well, I actually think that that comment is hurtful because blah, 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 blah. Or I actually think that comment is um, hateful or homophobic or sexist or misogynistic, blah, 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 blah. I actually think that comment 
is unnecessary because of blah, 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 blah. And you can speak your mind without trying to create a fight out of it. It's a way for you to move forward and have maybe even just a sense of healing in that conversation. You can always agree to disagree, but it's doing that in a respectful way where you genuinely agree to disagree, not just being like, oh, well, fuck it. All right, whatever. We're never going to agree on this, you know. Number six is to set boundaries with these people. Um, Maybe you can't cut this person out of your life fully and maybe you don't want to and that's totally fine. But boundaries are really, really important. And this can be a boundary of how much time you spend with that person. It can be a boundary of where you spend time with that person as we talked about earlier, very important. It could be what topics you talk about with this person. I think I've told this story before on the podcast, but when I went to go visit my family in Canada, my mom sent out a text to all of my family members. I have a lot of extended family and most of them are very Christian, um, very like conservative. And um, my mom basically said to all of them, we are not talking about religion at all on this trip. (laughs) We're not talking about politics. And please do not try to provoke Alyssa in any way. We do not want to have any conversations about our beliefs or anything like that. It's not necessary. We just want to enjoy each other's company. And that was a boundary that my mom actually set um, for my family members. And of course, she I knew that she was doing that and I was totally okay with her doing that. Um, but she helped me set that boundary and it actually worked wonders. It worked wonders. I was able to talk to, you know, my pretty homophobic aunt about her nice new job. And I was able to be around family members and have jokes about things, even though I knew that they would probably be mortified if they knew about some of my beliefs and some things that I would think that they you know, say are horrible, some things, some homophobic things and beliefs that I'm like, oh my God, that's crazy. It just didn't come up in conversation and it was lovely. Could I have gone back to Canada and been like, I don't want to see this person, this person, this person? Absolutely, I could have done that. Um, I didn't choose to do that, but I could have done that if I wanted to, but you get to determine the boundaries that you set. And that's probably one of my number one tips to dealing with toxic people and people that just don't seem to be supporting you in any way or giving you a lot of love if you want to still have them in your life, but you don't want to have to get into those fights constantly with these people. Just set those boundaries and... People that want to have a relationship with you will be respectful of your boundaries. It might take reminders. It might take multiple conversations, but they should be trying. And if they aren't, that's from there where you then have to determine, okay, maybe more boundaries, maybe spending even less time with this person or maybe really cutting this person out overall. But I would always offer up the option of setting boundaries minimal boundaries to begin with at first, see how that person goes. And if they are respectful of it, then maybe you actually can have a good relationship with that person. Number seven is to encourage this person to get help. This is not always applicable, obviously. Don't say this to your boss. Um, Probably not going to go over very well. But this is more so like, say you have a friend and they are just toxic in your life. They just, they're not a good friend. You have a lot of ongoing issues with them. Maybe they've done really hurtful things. Um, and you are pretty confident that you don't want to have a relationship with them. Or if you do have a relationship with them, they're going to have to work on certain things. It is always worth recommending that they go and talk to 
a certain therapist or psychologist or counselor about the thing. And it can be an ultimatum that you give them. Like if we're going to have a healthy relationship, I actually need you to go work on these things. They might not be willing to do that. But if they are, and if they actually recognize that they have things about them that are toxic or things they need to work on, maybe internal things that are causing them to take it out on you and you've had conversations about those things, then it's worth you encouraging them to go do that. Because I have personally had two different scenarios in my life where I have been friends with someone or had someone in my life and had to basically say, I think you need to work on these things because at this point I cannot have a relationship with you in the way that you were acting. Gone to therapy, worked on themselves, and have amazing relationships with both of those people now. And that's probably pretty rare that that would happen that often, but it is a very real thing. And if you have close enough relationships with people to be able to say things like that, or maybe you don't, but you're willing to kind of have that moment in a close conversation with that person, I would always try. I would always go for it if you think that that's something that could actually benefit them. I mean, obviously it could benefit everybody, but if you really do think that it could benefit them, that I would encourage you to encourage them. And last but not least, number eight is to not stoop to their level. Don't entertain it. If someone just wants to be an asshole, don't be an asshole back because you're not an asshole. Don't. It's not worth your time. It's not worth your energy. And it says a lot about you if you can not respond to that. If you can just be like, okay, like clearly you're not doing well or clearly you're not feeling your best or, you know, goodbye, fuck off. And you get that person out of your life or out of that situation. You don't respond to it. Maybe you literally don't say anything in response to it. That's great. Like the way that you can move on and show that, It actually doesn't affect you, hurt you, push your buttons. The emotional maturity that it shows, that is formidable. That is something that you want to be proud of yourself for doing. And it's really easy to want to, you know, hit them where it hurts, go back, you know, say something like that's really going to hurt them. And I'm good at this. And I know this. I'm good at knowing what could affect somebody. I'm good at knowing how to like clap back. Like I can be quick, you know, and I've actually learned over time that doing that, although entertaining sometimes is not healthy for me. And it usually prolongs situations and just causes me more internal distress overall in comparison to if I just didn't entertain that type of person, especially narcissists, people who are, you know, properly toxic. Um, they love the drama. They love the back and forth. That's what they thrive on. You know, you're giving them the opportunity to do that by clapping back. So I would encourage you to not clap back. Actually try to refuse to engage with that kind of behavior. And that person, like I said earlier, will stop doing that sooner than you would think because they become embarrassed. They're surprised that you aren't bothered by what they're saying. They're like, well, this is someone that, you know, they're not affected by my words. So they'll move on to somebody else, sadly, but they will. And um, they won't take it out on you anymore. And that's kind of what happened with me and that manager that I was talking about earlier. Every so often he would say things and I would just look at him and be like, okay, if you are watching right now, you can see my face. If you aren't, I'm giving stink face because I would literally just be like, okay, all right. And he would literally just walk away. Like he didn't know how to respond. He actually didn't know 
how to deal with the fact that I did not give a fuck. And very quickly, he became awkward around me. He didn't know what to say. And then eventually it came to the point where we just kind of like would laugh it off because we just knew that we didn't mesh, but we would just get through it. And it was so funny. Like I almost felt like I kind of became the person who led that relationship. Like I almost felt like I became the person who was wearing the pants a little bit, which is so fucking funny. Um, Yeah, you'd be shocked. It works. So don't entertain it. If you're getting any kind of like hate online, like anything like that, just delete the comments, block the people. You don't need to entertain it. You know, it really is not worth your time. And setting those kind of boundaries for yourself, like blocking people or even blocking um, words that people can't comment, those are the things that you do to protect your energy. At the end of the day, always protect your energy. Don't let those kind of people fuck with you and surround yourself with good people. The people that you allow in your life is so, so, so important. And I've learned this recently by allowing really great people into my life. It's just like not allowed space for shitty people. Like the more great people come in, the less I'm wanting to be around people where I have to question their motivations. I have to question how they're going to respond to me. I have to question whether they're going to be angry or they're going to be like unpredictable. I don't actually want to be around those people anymore, but it's happening naturally because I'm just pulling in better quality people. And it is so relieving and exciting and life-giving when you're around good people because you just don't have to worry in the way that you worried when you were around people that maybe you tried to be around, you forced yourself to be around, you tried to be perfect to be around, you know, maybe it was like that cooler group in school that you just want to, you want to fit in with them, so you want to say the right things, or maybe the people at work that you, you think are kind of like, the it people, you know, so you want to be there and you want to laugh along with them and you want to be like them. But at the end of the day, it's so tiring for you. Don't let that false narrative that there are cooler people or better people to be around or, you know, that the people with more clout or whatever, um, or closer to the boss or whatever, that those people are better to be around because it's not going to be life-giving for you. And at the end of the day, I know I say that all the time and it's actually so annoying, um, but at the end of the day, the most life-giving thing for you is going to be that you are around people that make you feel safe, secure, loved. They laugh at your jokes. They support you when you're down they are genuinely there for you when you need them those are the kind of people that are going to make you feel happy and confident in life and you're actually going to go further with those people you're going to go further in your life and the things that you want to do because you're going to have the support having that close-knit support is so much more important than being connected with the people at the top you know the, the cooler people so much more important because it means that you're going to be encouraged to go up and move forward. You're not going to have people around you who are going to be, you know, holding onto you so tightly going, please, please stay at my level, stay at my level. You can't be better than me. You're going to have people who actually want you to grow and flourish and thrive. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And there you have it, folks. Today was a bit of a quickie. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, toxic people fucking suck. And they're not worth your time. They're not worth your energy. 
be around the people that make you feel lovely, amazing, happy, thriving. And hopefully you have some people in your life right now that you can think about who make you feel that way. And I would encourage you to reach out to them. Tell your friends that you appreciate them. Tell your friends that you love them and tell them why you love them. Like you are such a good person to give feedback to your friends on what makes them shine. And like, I know that sounds so lame, but it's true. And I've really experienced this recently with some of my friends. I feel like I have the closest group of people that I've had in genuinely years. And it's because we are all so open with being like, I love you guys. Like you guys change my life and you guys are so funny. You guys are so fun and you guys energize me. And you guys like, you are so great because X, Y, Z. And it's like the most life-giving thing to be open like that with your friends. So send this to a friend if they need it. Don't send this to that toxic person. Although that is kind of fucking funny. So maybe do do that. I don't know. Um, If you want to find me, I am on Instagram and TikTok at Alyssa Taylor Harper. Come DM me. Come hang out. Have a laugh. We're always hanging out, having a good time. Also, we have a Facebook group called the She Said What Podcast Group, where I keep you guys updated on weekly episodes. And by weekly, I mean mm, most weeks, uh, depending on if I'm sick or, you know, all the things. Um, And yeah, that's it, guys. Thank you so, so much for supporting the podcast. Thank you for sharing it on your stories and for sharing it with your friends and all the amazing things. You guys are always messaging me about what you liked about the episodes and what what you want to hear in the future. And I, I love, love, love the feedback. So if there's anything you want to give me feedback on, please feel free. Um, if you are feeling so lovely and kind today, if you want to give me a little rate, maybe a little review situation on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, that would be amazing. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Chat to you soon. All right. Bye guys. Ooh.